Fear the Walking Dead, Season 7, Episode 11, Ophelia, is over, but we are just getting started here on Post Show Recaps. It is I, Jessica Lisa, I am back once again to talk about everything that happened in this week's Fear the Walking Dead, and of course, we have some iteration of the panel with us this week, here to join me in the dangling zombie cage of Fear the Walking Dead discourse. I have my two favorite guys, at least I thought they were my favorite guys um i think they're here with me not totally sure but um we'll start with Chappelle. how are you yes i'm good i'm excited and i'm here i'm uh, definitely here definitely here i'm definitely talking to you on the podcast you're talking to me but our other host he might not be here i just need you to believe that he's here so that like we can do the podcast can you do that for me i i can do that i think i can do that um I I'm pretty sure he didn't die five seasons ago in Mexico, but just in case, you know, we'll we'll check it out. AJ Mass, you here with us? Boat, boat, boat. Oh, I'm here. Yes, no, I'm here. No, I'm totally sane. <laughs> totally sane. Why do you ask? Excuse me, I gotta go. Totally here. Um, well. <laughs> I mean, hopefully I can gaslight you both into giving me some good takes on this week's episode. Uh, this was a lot. This was this was dark. This got very dark. It did. Um, I was shocked that it got so dark. And not like in a normal The Walking Dead way, but when you're like at a philosophical standstill, like that Wes and Luciana found themselves in, in this episode where it's like, we need Daniel to do the things that Daniel is good at doing, but we also have to lie to him about the mortality of his of his uh, wife, his late wife. And we have to basically use his dementia as a weapon. It was like, ooh, this is gross. I don't like this. I was with Wes on this one. Like, this is nasty but I do understand why Luciana would feel so inclined to do it. It was, I didn't like it. Uh, The episode was fine, but like that part was, that was too dark for me. Here's the thing. I do not understand why she needs to do it because doesn't Daniel hate Strand already? (laughs) Isn't he going to be on board with let's wreck Strand's life? I kind of feel like that's not a tough sell for him. You don't need to tell him Ophelia is up there. It's like Strand's up there. You hate him. Let's end it. Yeah. She's trying to hit the kill switch for him. You know, she's yeah. like, you know, we talk about Morgan having the back and forth between sometimes mm-hmm. being regular Morgan. She's trying to push the button where he will stop at nothing to get us in this tower. And I'm kind of, like I said, I think Wes had a point. You don't have to do this. No, uh, you don't. And- you know, Mofo shot him in the face. You know, <laughs> he shot you in the face. He tried to kill you. And you probably should be dead right now. I don't know why you're not, but that should be enough reason. Like, mm-hmm. remember Mexico? You don't remember <laughs> that part of Mexico. Maybe you remember the part where you got shot in the freaking face. <laughs> exactly. This whole episode struck me as, you know, that improv exercise where uh, one of you uh, starts starts writing a scene and then you leave the piece of paper there and then you pass the paper to the next mm-hmm. person and they continue the story. Then they pass it back. And then you fit. It was like, and then they get along and then there's conflict and then they get along and then he doesn't remember. And then he forgets and then he remembers again and he's good and he's faking. It was this back and forth, back and forth. 
And I was here for it because I honestly think you basically they probably shot this episode twice. Okay, Ruben, you're gonna be Daniel with his wits, and we're gonna run this, run all the scenes, and then we're gonna shoot the whole thing again when you're insane, and we'll pick and choose which which take we want to make you seem as absolutely insane as possible. I wish I felt like we could give them that kind of credit. <laughs> I I wish that. I thought that the disorienting, confused, motiveless, shifting sands of this episode were entirely intentional because that would be a good episode. I just don't feel like they knew what they were doing. No, you're right. They didn't know what they were doing. I mean, it, it even got to the point there where it was just like, okay, we're in the writer's room. Do we? Are we sure we want to flip Daniel's kill switch here? I don't know. I mean, if, if, if we tell her, him what... Her, she's about to tell him it's going to flip and there's really no going back at this point. Okay. Should we have Daniel tell her that? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Let's have Daniel say, you sure you want to flip my kill switch? Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm going to flip it. Okay. It's flipped. Let's go. I mean, that's basically what the scene was. Yeah. I, that's my least favorite scene of the episode for sure. When Daniel says the thing aloud that we already know, he's like, you know, if you say, if you're lying to me, I'm never going to come back from this. We're like, yes, we know that because Luciana already said that. She said that earlier in the episode. You don't have to repeat that back to us. We didn't miss it. So, yeah, I'm with you on that one. That that like extra bit of like, okay, but this will be the thing that breaks me forever, and I'll never be the same Daniel if I find out your lies. Like, we got it, but kill switch. You know, still hit it, but we got it. You didn't have to beat us over the head with it. Now, what what is what does Luciana think is going to be the the outcome here like what's she what's her goal with regards to daniel like does she think he's just going to be so broken that she doesn't have to deal with him is he going to die in pursuit of this vendetta is he just going to forget because he's got dementia i think i think you nailed it i think i think she's thinking all right we'll keep him focused for as long as possible he just told me if i'm not focused you know then i can't do the things I need to do. It's just like, well, I'm going to focus you. Ophelia is in the tower. Go get him. And whatever. Yeah, he'll forget because once he stops being focused again, he's going to be like, no, Ophelia is over there in the corner. No, Ophelia is yeah. uh, three floors down, two blocks over on the left. Like, you know, she could probably deal with that later. She just needs him focused right now. I... I, I thought Ruben Blades was great this episode. I think he's fantastic as Daniel. I, I enjoyed watching him going back and forth with this nonsense switch thing that he was going on there. And when he's when he's evil focused Daniel, he's fantastic. I honestly don't understand the point of this episode in terms of the motivation of of this argument that we're having with these people. It's like, hey, Alicia just came to Arno and said, Hey, I'd like you to help us storm the tower. And he goes, no, we need your weapons because we need to storm the tower. Okay, but we'd like to storm the tower and we need your help to storm the tower. Okay, but we need to storm the tower. And we're not going to do that unless we have your weapons. Well, we could get together and do this. Yeah, but Alicia asked me and I already said no and I feel bad about that. Uh, <laughs> and I can't take it back even though we all want to storm the tower. Can't take it back. Really? We spent an hour on that? <laughs> It's I am acting this out with like sock puppets like, no, I'm not going to storm the tower with you because I don't like you, but we both want to storm the tower. No, you're ugly and you smell and you got a weird hand. 
<laughs> I mean, they could have um, just—they could have just said, "Hey, you know what? We're going to start the tower on Tuesday at seven. If you happen to be in the neighborhood at, at Tuesday at seven, and want to storm the tower with us, or like right. near us, or around the same time as us, you know, we we could do that. Right? Yeah, we could just it's, do it in. Parallel. But we're not together. As friends. Yeah, we're not together. Right. Yeah. At the same time, yeah. yeah. The, but the, we talk about weird hand, right? I I have to talk about Arno. Why? Why did we need Arno? Why, Why is Arno, Arno been here? Well, you know, Arno is now dead at the hands of Daniel. Thank meaning God. that Arno's existence on the show. <laughs> yeah, at the legs of Daniel. And <laughs> it means that Arno's existence on the show has meant nothing. Like, he was like, I have this vendetta against Alicia. I, I, I am, like, he has his own community. He's dead. What have we been doing with Arno this whole time? Are you just going to let Daniel kill him in, like, a, a moment of, you know, dementia? What, why, why is, why is this, why, why do we spend so much time with this man? He, his, his beef was Alicia led these people to, to their deaths. And so I need to avenge them, but I'm not going to, I'm actually just going to say that. And then the very next episode, I'm going to die. And I'm not even going to spend any time with Alicia. They're not going to have a big conflict or anything. I, we just have to sit through Arno for four or five episodes just for them to just randomly kill him by, uh, with Daniel. I don't yeah, understand. He's just talking about Alicia. Like all yeah. of this is he we are being told, we are not being shown. And you know, they tried to give us this in bite-sized chunks last season half, where he like rocks up to the tower and makes Strand mad. And then we show like, but before that, and you know, Walking Dead Universe's favorite thing, like five minutes ago, ten minutes before that, ten months mm -hmm. ago, and then nine months before that. And they show him like apparently he's part of Teddy's crew. I'm like, oh. We have to see that guy again. I thought he was just a random guy. Why? Why are we made to care about him? So, Chappelle, maybe my complaint is not necessarily that we didn't make more of Arno, but my complaint is that Arno exists in the first place. He could have been an email. Him. Yeah, he, he could have been an email. Exactly. I'm just like we we spent all this time with him. We know him as a villain in the show, and it was like, oh yeah, but he just kind of died, like as like he died on the way back to his home planet. <laughs> right, Coll coll collateral damage, really, just from Daniel's whole thing. I was just like, but why? Why have we spent so much time with Arno? You know, I'm, it's not time we could get back. But I just want to know, like, what, what, why was that decision made? Were they trying to do the thing that they used to do back when the show was good, where they would like anybody from the cast could die at any moment? Are they trying to do that with Arno? Like, because Walking Dead is doing this too. They're like, we're going to name a character. We're going to give him a few episodes. And then we're going to pretend that that's just like killing off someone in the main cast. I guess. I just, you know, the whole thing is like, he he wasn't well liked clearly because, you know, they didn't have to show the broom when they said the Wicked Witch is dead. All they're like, yes, you killed Arno. Cool. We're with you. Like, so... You know, yeah, what they had half a scene where he was like, Oh, and he's misogynist too. So, like, okay, okay great. So, we knew he was the bad mm -hmm. guy. I, I, I don't understand why we had a if he's so concerned about these people who Alicia led to a place where you know things were horrible, and yet he's led these people now to a place where things are horrible, and he shot up all the zombies to try and get Alicia, which ruined the fact that now they have no ammo because he wasted it on Alicia and he's not been there for like a couple weeks. He's been chasing after Alicia. Okay. Okay. Ahab. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you use your it's white whale. Especially because all of Teddy's acolytes are just like, this is what Teddy would have wanted. <laughs> so Arno, like, why was Arnold leading them? Well, I, I feel like 
maybe the bigger person being gaslighted in all of this, like, I, I think it's one thing to gaslight Daniel. It's another thing to, like, I feel like it's a much easier task to just gaslight all of these random red shirts and say, no, 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 no. Teddy didn't want you to follow Arno. He wanted you to follow me. Mm-hmm. And they're all like, oh, okay. They they did not even put up a fight a little bit. Like, yeah. To the point to the point where, isn't it Wes is like, are you sure they're going to listen to us? I mean, they, they, <laughs> they have, you did just kill their leader. And they're like, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We, we didn't yeah. care from that much, actually. We just I mean, need even, to even, even if they don't, I mean, they don't have any bullets. So they're not going to shoot us. Yeah. <laughs> we at least get a chance to stab a few of them. I, apart from the ammo, am I crazy in thinking that this, apart from the ammo and the zombies that are getting let out at regular intervals from some other place, this is not a bad looking camp. I'm pretty impressed, honestly. It's that it's the raised camp, right? Like, so they got the camp is up yeah. in the canopy almost. Um, yeah, it's the Ewok treehouse, but it's got yeah. boats. The floor is lava, you know, yeah. or the or walkers, radioactive walkers. Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool that they managed to pull that off. I'm not gonna lie. When I when I realized that what was going on, I was like, oh, it's like a mole or Venice. And how long <laughs> but, have they been there? Like, how much time has elapsed? Have they done this all in a month? Uh, yeah, like it, Strand a... was wrong to turn Arno away. <laughs> Arno had some good points. He did. He did. Could have been an email though. Mm. He could have been an informative email. Yeah. I mean, we already we knew he was clever. I mean, you know, he had a zombie trebuchet. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I you're right. That was, Ar maybe we're looking at Arno the wrong way because Arno had some, like he's weaponizing zombies, which is my one of my favorite things. Mm -hmm. He's building a useful camp in like a month. Yeah, but why do we kill him? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It, why? It, that's what I'm saying. Like, we could have either had all Arno or no Arno, and we got this very weird middle ground. We of, got a like, half measure of Arno. A half measure of Arno, you know, and like in like, but uh, like elbow length of of Arno. Well, so, yeah. thirds because he's only using two thirds of his name. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what they call him Arno. Um, yeah, it's just, I feel like there yeah, you had like a villain i guess in quotation marks depending on how you feel about alicia and with some good ideas you don't really have a big bad except for strand right now who we mm -hmm. didn't really even see too much of and so i was like why not let him still be a player in the game for a little bit longer because we you forced him down you know our throats this this entire time and now he just kind of just died as fodder. I don't know. Uh, if this is their way of showing us, again, that people can just die in the Walking Dead universe, I would say, please kill somebody we care about. Yeah. Just, or somebody yeah. that you think we care about that has mm -hmm. been a around for more than three episodes. Right. As opposed exactly. To, let's introduce like, the person and kill them in the same episode, which like, they did in the first two episodes. You know, haven't they <laughs> set it up that Charlie's going to die? Can't we just kill Charlie? That counts as a major character death. It does. It, it would, it, except I don't <laughs> think she's going to die. As uh, you were not here, Jess, uh, when we had our major. Discussion. I listened to it though. But yeah, I'm mm. I'm totally convinced Alicia's blood will heal her. Totally convinced. I'm convinced. Uh. Like, is it going to be one of those things? Like, she's got the same sickness Grace had, right? So, is mm -hmm. um, but she doesn't have the benefit of like a radiation baby to absorb it. Uh, well, I mean, that we, we don't, don't know how long they, that she, she had only spent in the butterfly chamber, but I hope not. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, teen pregnancy is not a good thing in this universe or the post-apocalyptic one. Just say no. Very Just true. say no. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I, I, I mean, they set it up so that they can kill her, uh, but I don't know if they're going to. I, 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 I mm, mm, because they don't, <laughs> they don't sacrifice anyone whose names in the credits. Yeah, how That's could true. we have? What, what is our ideal Arno death scenario here? Because it ain't this. How would you I'm, like to have seen him go out? Well, his his whole thing was this vendetta against Alicia. So for me, it makes sense for at least him, he, he and Alicia to have a confrontation. Alicia does not have to be the one who killed him. But normally when this when you have a villain whose whole existence is contingent on, I have to destroy this other thing. Like at some point they have to meet. You know whether whether it ends up in their favor or not, they st- you have to see it. It's like uh, in Game of Thrones, the entire series we're waiting on the Clegane Bowl. We're like at some point the Mountain and the Hound are going to fight. It just has mm-hmm. to happen, and until it happens, no, we're not, we're never going to know peace. It happened. It was a flop, but we it, it happened. You know, so it's like for this, it's like yeah, like I'm I I will stop at nothing to get Alicia unless Daniel just kind of snaps out of it and then decides and to kicks to me in the head. Me. Yeah, right. And I was just like, wow, that's it. That's really it. So I don't know if it was Alicia killing him, maybe even Madison Clark killing him to save Alicia or something like that. You know, Alicia's kind of, I won't say handicapped, but you know, she's, she's got some, uh, some obstacles in her way in her, her fighting style at this point. So maybe somebody else could have jumped in to have her back, but her and Arno having a, a, a fight missing a limb each, that could have been something. It could have. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, this may be kind of hashtag basic, but I kind of wanted him to go back to try to get revenge on Victor and have Victor just like, you know, Indiana Jones him with the pistol. Like he rocks up with, like, I got my zombie trebuchets and Victor's like, throw a rock at him. And then he dies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that would have been fine if they had done that before they introduced this whole Alicia yeah. Vendetta. Like the second he picked up the phone, yeah. if Victor had just killed him, that might have been great. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And it'd be a fun Easter egg. You could even have the whole backstory in Padre where, you know, Alicia has failed to lead him and he has stepped up to lead these people that are lost. And he goes to the one place where he thinks it might be the closest thing to Padre there is. He picks up the phone and Victor's like shooting him like, you know, Lee Harvey Oswalding him from the window. That'd be Mm -hmm. great. Yeah. Like we already know he's dead. We already know it's futile. It's great. Yeah, and it would be different. It would be something surprising mm-hmm. and, and something that is not uh, like a set piece. Do you even call it a set piece? It was like, oh, hey, pick up that piece of trash over there. We'll work it into the scene. You know, I was like, it was so. Oh, did Jadis leave something behind? <laughs> so low <laughs> rent. Like, like, oh, okay, get in the cage. <laughs> Sharky, sharky. <laughs> you know, I always want to give Fear the Walking Dead some credit here because they are willing to try things that regular Walking Dead refuses to try. You know, for instance, like using Arno to further my grand master post-apocalyptic plan of weaponizing the zombies. Good for mm-hmm. Arno. Good for them. Yep. Um, good for them for trying it. Uh, but I think this time they were just like, they were scraping together all the little leftover bits of things they wanted to try and putting them in this episode. And it didn't quite gel the way that they thought it was going to. And it didn't make for, they can't decide whether they want the episodes to stand alone or whether they want them to further a plot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like, 
Yeah, you could tell the writers they know where they're going, I I think. And they mm-hmm. know that these stories that they had left hanging like don't fit. So they have to get rid of it. And they, they even in this episode, the dialogue within this episode was so writer's room not knowing what they're supposed to do or negotiating. Cause like even even the very beginning was like, Daniel's gone outside. I'll go get him. No, I'll go get him. No, I'll go get him. Well, hi. Right, what if you go get? Him? Well, no, I think I'll stay here. So, uh, who yeah. should we send on this away mission and the side quest here this week? Okay, so all right, so it's going to be Wes. How many minutes of the episode the did we kill in this conversation? Okay, good, mm-hmm. good. Now you two can go. Like, yeah, it was definitely like, who should we send? I don't know. We don't really need. Do we? Yeah. What are the stakes here? There are none. We don't care. Literally, they went. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. But do you do y'all think that the reason why we have to lose Arno in this episode is because we have to eliminate Arno as a uh, a suspect for who is letting these uh, walkers out of the crater, these radioactive walkers? Because we by the end of the episode, we still don't know how they're getting out. You can't. And touch we're them. supposed to care. Yes, we're supposed to care. That's a big deal. They keep making a big deal out of this hole because somehow the walkers are able to get out of it, and you can't touch them. You can't. So you're no one's physically helping them out. So something is getting them like maybe they're like like uh the claw, like a crane lifting them out of there or something. <laughs> the claw like that. has chosen us. The, exactly. Because I don't understand why you kill Arno here if he was unless you're trying to remove him as a, a piece off the board that could be doing that. But then that means there's another person. There's somebody else out there who's doing this. Unless it's Strand, who we wouldn't know how Strand would even have the technique or the steady hands to pull off that kind of procedure. He doesn't like, go out anymore. Exactly. So it's like it can't be Strand. It 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 cannot be one of Strand's camp because they're about as afraid of it as everybody else is. So who is doing this? And now that Arno's dead, are, are we about to get introduced to another person who doesn't matter? Yeah. Like, is this the you know the real big bad? Is it Madison like, Clark? It it's it could be Madison Clark. Could be Madison Clark because at least like that it needs to be somebody who is doing a thing and who left on the board actually does things. Mm-hmm. And we know this is coming. That would make sense. Um, I have a lot of questions about the radioactive zombies. Sure. Ooh, okay. First and foremost, and I know we've like radiation zombies have been a thing for a while now in this universe for an entire half a season. How soon do you die after you touch the radiation zombie? Like, is it, do you immediately, like, are, is this like if you drank out of the false grail? Or mm. are you going to be, like, around for long enough that somebody can make a noble sacrifice and go plug up the zombie hole? Is, it, so, Charlie, that's Charlie's mm, thing, right? Yes, yes. Like, Charlie is alive, and she didn't touch a radioactive zombie, but she got radioactive yeah. herself. So, how much time do we have with Charlie? Why didn't we just kill Charlie in that episode? Yeah, you know, well, because, are we keeping Charlie alive to be the sacrifice to plug yes, up the <laughs> I the think crater? we are. Charlie oh is going God. to plug up the zombie crater because she's like, you know what? The radioactive zombies can't kill what is already dead. And she will go <laughs> forth and have purpose. Uh, I don't, I guess, sure. right? Like, okay, maybe, yeah. <laughs> it's like, the issue is that because you left her alive, so it's like if you left her alive, we have to assume she's alive for a purpose. Um, and we know she's radioactive, so y- there's not much she could do. So maybe this is a good way to use her. Um, although I'm gonna I be guess. mad if we don't get a Madison Clark Charlie interaction. 
Right. And we yeah. have, well, you know, then, you know, we thought we were going to get an Alicia Arno interaction. So. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, fear, it's not fear the walking dead anymore. It's fear confrontation. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they might be yeah. mad at each other. Maybe we better not let them see each other. Yeah, that'd be bad to introduce conflict that arises naturally as it isn't contrived. Uh, hey, by the way, Wes, uh, your brother, I, I knew him, and I have the answer to that one question that you've been wanting to know. What was the question? Did anybody catch that? Because I didn't catch it. He wanted to know, and this, 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 it goes way, you know, way back. I mean, who knows how? It, it, with all the breaks and everything, I don't actually know. But basically, he met his brother. And found out he was with Teddy's people, who had, were the ones who started the whole fiasco at that oil rig place. Mm-hmm. And he said, did you know I was there? And his brother said, of course not. If I knew you were there, I wouldn't have done it. And Wes was like, I don't know. I think maybe you knew I was there. And so he killed his brother, thinking that he knew I was there. And he he proceeded with the with the terrorist attack anyway. So... He wants okay. to know for sure. He wants to know for sure because if he finds out that he was wrong about that, then he killed his own brother for nothing on a lie. It makes him know. the bad guy. He also he killed his brother because his brother was in a dangerous cult and could not be redeemed. I feel like you don't need to go into the particulars of did he know you were at the place that his people attacked. This is what Wes, this is what's driving Wes. You know, Wes is driven by painting things on trees, not having relationships with anybody that lasts any longer than the plot needs it to. being a character that we forget is on the show. Absolutely. And and quite frankly, if he had wandered off and said, no, man, peace out. No, not my scene no more. What you just did. I was surprised he didn't. I was like, good. We never have to see him again. (laughs) He's like, call me Heath too. Poo. (laughs) Yeah, he could go and, like, he and Heath could go and, like, you know, run a successful farm somewhere mm-hmm. and not, like, have members of the Clark family coming to F it all up. I would have been totally fine with that. Yeah. Um, I would, yeah, I was shocked that he came yeah, back. Like, just leave. Yeah, I thought he was gone. And mm-hmm. I even thought, like, I'd be okay if he's gone for a little while. Like, mm-hmm. have him go and then have him, like, come back with all the Lannisters to take over Strand Tower. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I, that that would have made sense. But no, he's going. You know, it's going right to. Ah, oh, man, I can't believe what you did. I'm automatically on Strand's side. <laughs> like what? Okay. Well, are are we led to believe that he's earnest about that? Is he really going to like? Is he throwing himself at Strand's mercy? Is he a part of this, or is he going to go undercover, uh, Wes, and he's going inside to help? maybe take them down so that the okay. Daniel plot doesn't have to happen. Is it the Eugene move? Hey, thank you. It, mm-hmm. It's not a secret Eugene. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I hope they wouldn't go that route because we, we did that with Eugene. I know it's not the same show, but it's the same universe. So we, we it's know. The same show. Um, mm-hmm. No, I think, I think he's just like, no, man, this, this is your dementia, man. You're playing with dementia. You're, you're no, you've crossed the Rubicon with me. I'm out with you people. But honestly, I don't even know you people. I don't. I Alicia is the only person I care about. Here's how here's how I think this conversation should play out. Like Wes goes and he calls up Strand on the Strand phone and he says, So 
they're planning on, they've told Daniel that you have Ophelia hostage in the tower and they're going to exploit his dementia to attack you. Strata just be like, stop prank calling me, dude. <laughs> Get off my phone. I don't like no, people no, playing no, on my phone. Like, tying up the line. It's the only Ophelia... phone line in the, in the world. <laughs> if Ophelia is what he wants, then Ophelia is what he will get. Oh my God. Quick, find someone who looks <laughs> vaguely like Ophelia and dress her up in clothing. <laughs> this isn't Ophelia. This is a mop. No, this is Lu- this is Luciana who has to sit by as Daniel looks at her every thirty minutes and says, "Ophelia, are you sure you're not Ophelia?" She's like, "I promise." I'm, so you I'm know, and he's like, "Wait, you're not Ophelia, and I hate you because you're not." That would have been a much better way to play on the dementia. It's just like, "No, I am Ophelia," and, and yeah. to have to buy into that. Ooh, oh that would be fun. That's dark. That's, That's darker sinister. and better. Yes. Yeah. It's like, yeah, Wes, we didn't lie and tell him Ophelia's in the tower. We told him I'm Ophelia, and now he is attached to me, and I will use him as a attack dog as we go to the tower. He is imprinted on me like a baby duck, and now he'll do whatever (laughs) I say. Like a baby vampire, or or what is it, werewolf? Is this uh, Team team Edward? Jacob? Oh, God. Jacob. Renesmee. Nessie. Nessie. (laughs) (laughs) Romessie. Yeah, this is bad. But, yeah, I, I, I... I have so many questions about the West thing. It's just, I, I guess his goal is just to go wait it out. Like, I guess I'm just going to go to Strand and just hang out. Cause, but he knows, he knows they're coming. He knows Daniel and Morgan and Luciana are coming. And he just, what, he's going to just sit in the tower and be like, yeah, those are my friends. And I, I draw the line at playing with dementia, but you can murder my friends. It's fine. Like, <laughs> he's just going to, like, maybe he'll just throw people off the building at them. <laughs> that was the other great thing that could have happened. Like Wes goes and calls up Strand on the Strand phone. And is like, okay, so Luciana has this big plan to weaponize Daniel and his dementia against you. Strand's like, oh sure, come on in. And then he comes in, and then like the next shot is just Wes falling off the building. <laughs> Fetch a lavash. Fetch a lavash. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. It's just it. It's look. I get this is this is the comical, cartoonish version of the show. And I'm all there. I'm all here for, uh, you know, sometimes it crosses the line for me. I still I'm still not buying in on the on the zombie WrestleMania, but OK, <laughs> fine. Fun as it was. Uh, how many more people who he is absolutely forbidden to join his group in the tower? Will he let into the tower? There's almost more people in the tower than out of the tower. He's like, none of you can come in. OK, well, the doctor can come in and Dory, they can come in. Okay, Grace and the baby can come in, but none of you. All right, wh- Charlie, I guess you you can stay. All right, Wes, you can come in too. This is. Are they stealing the plot of that South Park episode where Cartman buys the amusement park? <laughs> oh my gosh, I've seen that episode. I've not seen many episodes of South Park, but I remember that one vividly. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that that wouldn't be outside of the realm of The Walking Dead, actually, to just go ahead and just swipe a whole other thing that we've seen a million times and put a zombie on it and call it something different. Um, because Strand's motivation for the tower, I if the way I remember it was to taunt Morgan and to show Morgan that he could not do the things that Strand was doing. Like, Strand in this tower was never like, Oh, I want me and my people to be safe. This was, I want Morgan Jones outside to see me shining on him. And so, like, if I gotta bring him, yeah, I want to create the best, I want to create the best society just so that Morgan can't come in. Right. Yes. So if, if that means Wes gets to come in, 
fine, whatever. If I got to throw a couple people off the building to make room for Wes, if I got to steal Morgan's baby, then I'm going to do all that because I need Morgan to really, really, really want to be in this tower. But that's it. That was his whole motivation. So I guess he could let in as many people as who can fit, honestly. Yeah. As long as he can trust them. Are they playing sardines? (laughs) Clearly. Clearly. Yeah, so what else do we need to talk about within this episode? Um, Things that I liked about the episode. I liked the use of Spanish. That was kind of fun. Like, especially one of my favorite, and it's very tropey, but one of my favorite reveals is two people thinking they're talking in code and then a third person being like, yeah, yeah, I understood everything you were saying this whole time. So, you know, everything we say about Arno, I'm just like, I hate him conceptually, but I like everything he does. Mm-hmm. No, he the actor did a good job of making this character much more likable for an audience member to watch than he probably deserved as a character. But yeah, the whole the whole yeah, hey, your Spanish is pretty good. <laughs> uh, you know that 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 whole thing was was cool. I like the fact that he even even his death is is basically stupid as it was but you know most characters you know they get they get the the legs ripped off and, and that's it they're done now he's like still sitting up going ah you know i have a dying monologue i need to give here so hang on as my fleshy <laughs> legs dangle in the breeze i i would have died from shock normally but you know hey i need to tell you rosebud i mean zombie pit <laughs> He's he's dying like uh like Paul Rubens at the end of uh the Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie. Erg, arg, erg. Oh, it hurts. Arg, arg. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, it was no, the I... the Severus Snape death. You know, he's yeah. dying, but like in the meantime, I have this memory. Take this memory real quick. It's it's right here in my tears. Take it, drop it in there. It's gonna tell you everything I want to know. Also, uh, you know, also I'm dead. Also, I'm dead. Yeah. Also, I'm dead. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I'm dead. Yeah. So I I I, I did like like it's i like a lot of the inter inter dynamics of of is daniel really pulling a con here or is he you know it went back and forth a few too many times but i do like the fact that like daniel's with it enough to know that oh yeah i have dementia but when i'm lucid i'm gonna use that shit (laughs) it's a weapon man yeah the self-awareness is pretty great honestly He's a badass. I gave them the wrong coordinates, and I sent them too, too far away for them to matter for the rest of this episode, guys. So we can make our move right now, but not you guys, because I'm going to lock you on the boat. But <laughs> you know, it's like, oh man, it's like he's almost, he's almost more dangerous when he's just doing random shit mm-hmm. than he is when he's like tactical. Right. Yeah, and and, and it, you know, the episode that that where he lets the zombies in and yet he doesn't realize he's the one who let the zombies in. And it turns out, Oh, I was, I was the bad guy all along. I was the mole we were looking for, but I didn't realize it. That was a really cool use of someone who, uh, you know, has this dementia, but it's in the early stages and the grasp of reality is more than the dementia here. It's like they're going, it's at least 50, 50 and tip way tipping into the more often out of it than in, um, but like he said, those moments of lucidity are going to be like those moments where he's like all in on just doing as much evil as he can <laughs> while he still remembers that he can do this stuff. Because like you said, he do hate the victor. As he should. As he should. Yeah. You know, as he, 
I don't know. I don't know if we ever get the the Victor Strand Daniel confrontation that we're gonna want unless you tell him that oh yeah Victor Strand has Ophelia like that's the only reason like we're ever gonna see that would and we, we know hmm? would yeah. we, would we get to the point no just, no the, the the trigger something like would we get to the point that he is so out of it that he thinks the baby is Ophelia oh my gosh oh my god that's Ophelia that's Ophelia that's my baby. Yeah, look at you, look uh, at her. I'm her daddy. Morgan's like, no, I'm her daddy. <laughs> I was like, no, yeah. I am her daddy. Strand said, out of pappy. And that's, that's the end. <laughs> I just want to, I want to know how we're going to end up doing this paternity uh, war once everybody's claiming this baby. Because this baby does not belong Zombie to Morgan. <laughs> right. The baby does not belong to Morgan. The baby mm-hmm. does not belong to Strand and definitely does not belong to, uh, to Daniel. This is neat. None of these men have any parental rights over this baby. But they are about to be fighting tooth and nail for this baby if what you think uh, is going to happen, happens. And I I want to see that. I want to see them all fighting over the baby um, because what else can we do here? I mean, it's, it's, we, we we have entered the wacky world of uh, Fear the Walking Dead. Just make it happen. I'd be okay with it. Yeah. Do you think that... Do you think that... I, I can't imagine we're getting a strand death, although Col- Coleman Domingo seems kind of over it. Um, do you think that we get like a Strand and Daniel killing each other situation? Hmm. Like if we're, if we're, as long as we're still spoiling Harry Potter, because <laughs> I mean, why not? The author and creator is a garbage human, doesn't deserve to have her reveals mean anything anymore. But could we have a like, you know, Daniel throws Strand over the top of the tower and brings him down with him? Mm. Like a self-eating? Yeah, yeah. as long as long as we get the confrontation with Morgan, mm-hmm. I do think like, like again, we missed out on the Alicia Arno confrontation. It was supposed yep. to happen. Alicia, if Alicia ain't standing five feet away from Fr- uh, Strand at some point throughout this uh, season, throw it all away. You know, like that is the point. The point is to get Alicia. Cause that's the person he's afraid yeah. of the most, you know, like bring us Alicia and Strand. That's what you we need. The three of them. You need the three of them in the room together. You need, you need Morgan, you need Strand, you need Alicia all there at the same time. And, and there and, was a there was a point in the show where Daniel would have been in that conversation, but you're right, he's kind of not anymore. Yeah, he's just kind of a wild card now. Like he might he might screw somebody's plans up. Right, mm. right, exactly. And and I mean they played that a couple of times last season. Um, you know the whole Virginia that all yeah. like every every time someone oh but no no he's gone and messed that up oh no. Uh, so I don't want to go down that route again, but yeah, I, I definitely think we need a rooftop confrontation with all of our main characters. Yep. That, Among that, the tomatoes. I mean, we started the season with you know, oh, you you love Alicia, off the tower you go. <laughs> you know, that's that's where the whole season started, and ever since then it's just been like off the tower you go to protect us all. So I mean, that's got to be how Strand dies if he dies. I don't know who does it. But he's got to go off the tower, doesn't he? Unless, yeah. unless they blow, unless they blow it up with C four, unless the tower comes down, and, he, and he, you yeah. know, and he and he's you know won't he'll go down with the tower, kind of go down with the ship, maybe. That's so short sighted, though. Like, well, of course it is, but you know, the show likes to reinvent itself, and they don't want to become fear the walking tower, you know, because mm. they're they're walking the tower. Towers do not walk. The tower <laughs> must stay where it is all the time. <laughs> 
and the show tends to stay, you know, not like to stay where it is, even when it might be interesting. You know, it's like there was a lot of stuff going on at the Mexican border that we never really got any any closure on. There's a lot of stuff an, going on. Yeah, with, we skipped an entire season. The whole damn yeah, yeah, of course. They just like they yada yada the good stuff. Like I want to know how they built the diamond. We're never gonna know. I don't know how they found each other after they all got washed away. They all should have drowned. Like at least five of them should have died then. We don't know why they didn't. I'm still exactly. mad about that. And, and, and you know, okay, but let you know, let's do the flash forward. You know, to do, 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 do and and like I, I I think that's that's the thing that this show has the freedom to do is completely at the end of a season. All right, you know whose whose contracts are up? Okay, we'll kill you, you and you. Don't tell anybody in advance, please. But you know, we'll kill you, you and you, because your contracts are coming up, and then the rest of you, you know, set them in space, set them in, you know, put them in the in Canada, set put them, you know, put them in a weird like. How did they get there? Five years later, and you can explain it with your one of your three years ago. Two years ago, mm-hmm. you can always go back and explain it, but like yeah. challenge us at the end of the season with like some bizarre situation, like, well, how did they get there? And I'll come back. Yeah, but don't. What I hate that the show does, like, I don't mind the reinvention every so often. I hate that the show sets you up to think that you know where you're leaving off, and then they start somewhere completely different, and it's a completely yes. different genre of show. Like, I don't mind if you hint that we're going to be doing something different next season, I just want to have some idea of what that different thing is. And I don't want you to tell me one thing and then, Oh, surprise, we lied. It's this totally other thing. Like there's been so many times where I've thought, Oh, this is an interesting direction. They're headed and like, surprise psych. We're not heading in that direction. We're going to tell an entire season out of sequence and kill Madison Clark at the end of it. Yes. Or surprise. The big bad this season is just some, Filthy woman. <laughs> oh. mm-hmm. That's the dirty lady. Yeah. Like, oh, really? Really? And what's your motivation? She cray. Yeah. She cray. That's it. That's it. She cray. A little dirty. At least yeah. everybody has a motivation now, even if some of them are stupid. Well, yeah. And that, that's the thing. Like, you set up you set up in the first two episodes when we came back that, okay, Alicia wants them to join and they don't want to join with us. And all of a sudden the third episode is like, oh no, we do want to join with you. We just don't want to join with her. And if you mm-hmm. kill me, then I guess all the obstacles are gone. So ah! <laughs> really the only person that didn't want to join with, with her was Arno. And yeah, I mean, even, like, hey, even when cool. he's telling them yeah. uh, the tower's the only place we can go. And these zombies, these new newfangled zombies, I mean, we have to get to the tower. Like that's the only option to get to the tower, um, which is why we kidnapped you. And, held you hostage and threatened to kill you because no, yeah really <laughs> is it though i well, i could work together you're just saying because we asked you first i would love if the tower like became this thing that everybody wants and then as soon as somebody gets it we find out that padre was real Oh yeah, the tower is a, wa- a waste of time. You know, yeah. like it, it's like the big red herring. Everybody is coveting it, but real freedom and liberation is right over there, and you just or didn't like, know about it. Yeah, or like three blocks past the tower, there's a big sign that says "Welcome to Padre." <laughs> this is a trap door in the basement that we hadn't found yet. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Exactly. Honestly, I wouldn't write that off as a possibility because 
with the walking dead we know they don't stay anywhere too long you know like mm. we just they get up they find a spot it's a good spot for a while the bad guys come in the the wall falls down whatever the case may be and then they have to move to the next spot they're in the middle of texas um yeah, allegedly and they have this big tower they cannot stay there forever there will be no conflict if they're just hanging out in the tower because they're not by any walkers so where are they going to go next? We don't know. They haven't alluded to what the next stop would be. I wouldn't be shocked if there's an actual Padre and we just don't know about it. Um, and it's not too far away because all it's going to take is for one person to pop up, one person who they might be alluding to that have we've seen in the previews who we've been asking about for years to just come with an enormous amount of information that they've gleaned from wherever and just be like, yeah, there is another place. How'd you know about Padre? And then that changes everything. So I can see that happening. Oh, you mean that Padre? Oh, right, Padre. Yeah. Oh. Gosh, yeah. why didn't you just yes. say that? Padre, you know, it's a baseball stadium where the Padres play. <laughs> Padre is the paternity test episode when they all are after Moe's, uh, uh, the child, when they're all trying to determine who's Moe's daddy. That's what Padre <laughs> is. Uh, yeah, Padre Mo, is Mo, a Mo. state of being. Yes. Mm -hmm. We're yeah. all Padre, honestly. <laughs> Yep. And well, I think I think what they're really setting it up for with the return of Madison Clark being much vaunted, it's going to be like Padre was your false path. What you really wanted was Madre. Yeah. Ah, it was never a P. It was never a P. It was an M. Like they're going to wipe off a part of the wall, like where the Padre was written. <laughs> it's like, wait, what's what's that? It's an M. Oh, it's a message from Madison Clark. How did you know? Like, oh yeah, it makes sense. And she put it in Spanish for some reason. <laughs> yeah, she didn't want don't anybody. You, to don't you remember off. in the ancient language the I was a J? <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's like, where we I, are. Although, yeah, that's where we are. I love. Though I was worried, you two brought up something really upsetting to me last week that I'm now reminded of again, and that is that it's a very real possibility that Madison Clark doesn't really come back, and she's only like she's only like the figment of of Alicia's imagination as she descends into madness. Mm -hmm. Madisonness. Madisonness. I had to do that yeah. because Josh Wiggler's not here to do it for me. He would have done um, it. And, and, and yeah. the only person that she interacts with other than Alicia is Daniel because he's also in this state yes. <laughs> of mental They're all mad. So he's having conversations with her too. Yep. I got <sighs> the abyss. And like the abyss is Alicia and Daniel having conversations with Madison. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I fear that's what this is completely. Um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm not averse to the idea that, that Victor's the one who's letting these radioactive zombies out because like i said he had charlie go for the elevator parts and i still think he's building an elevator <laughs> to get the zombies out of the pit <laughs> i think that's gonna be their explanation <laughs> because it's so stupid that of course that's what the show is gonna do how would you build it though without touching any of the zombies how does that work uh Everybody i'm so intrigued a cost <laughs> progress <laughs> requires sacrifice so he's just gonna like people people rock up and pick up the strand phone he's like i will let you in but you gotta go build an elevator for me. <laughs> yep. yep uh your name is otis isn't it <laughs> <laughs> look charlie already went and got the part so it's not that far-fetched that they're 
doing something, but something has to be getting these people out, uh, these walkers out of the crate, uh, the crater. And an elevator would work. I just, I mean, could you imagine like you just us watching like the episode <laughs> where there's like a like ding, and it opens up and then like the <laughs> walkers walk on and then like closes and then they walk off. Cause I'm, you think I was bitching about the phone? I'm gonna lose it about the elevator in the middle of a crater. I'm gonna lose it, <laughs> especially if it dings. Yeah, they, get, they got a guy on a bicycle supplying the energy for it. <laughs> because they haven't figured out you could just stick a bunch of freaking zombies on a freaking treadmill and power everything because they are yep. perpetual motion machines that defy physics. Sorry, back in my soapbox. No, no, my favorite soapbox. It really is. Because... Yeah. The, why do they have that? Why don't they have this? <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I think we have enough expendable characters to where we could we could really risk somebody. Like you you were talking about it being Charlie, but no disrespect. What are Dwight and Sherry doing? <laughs> like, come on. Apparently they're in they... the submarine. Yeah. Yeah. So that's Sherry it for like half a second, didn't I? <laughs> and yeah. Dwight too. He was just kind of like, hey, he was like, oh hey, um, that's it. Hope you didn't forget about me. Here I am. You mm-hmm. want me to go with uh, Daniel? Look after Daniel? No, no, you're not in this episode. Oh, okay, sorry. Oh, okay, okay. my bad. Yeah. Take, what? take take a load off. They have so many, so many principal characters on this show that we don't care about. Like, I I completely forgot about Wes. I did. I'm sorry. I, it happened. Like, we're, we're questioning whether or not Madison Clark comes back, but is there any room for Madison Clark when you have Dwight and Sherry and John Dory and all the people just hanging out? Like, why is this cast so deep? Kill someone, damn it. Kill them. Like, even, I'm sorry. Even, even when they forget that they have people, it's like, they like what happened to Aisha Tyler? <laughs> Where'd she right. go? Good Where'd question. She, go? they, she went on, they went on horses and then suddenly she's gone. <laughs> she stuck her head in and she's like, oh, oh, no, never mind. I'm good. It doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. No, like they, they, they actually, and they had a perfect opportunity to jettison some of them this week and they didn't do it. Okay. But, uh, I do I do like that Luciana finally has a plot because Fair. this is the first actual action I have seen her take. There were whole swaths, there were entire seasons where I forgot she was a character on the show. Mm-hmm. The last the last interesting important thing I remember her doing, like I think she worked at the oil drilling place question mark. And I also I remember that she got to camp out at that mansion drinking wine and listening to records with strand which was yeah. honestly the best post zombie life you could hope for yeah mm-hmm. the one that i would that's definitely <laughs> number one for me like even above <laughs> the diamond i would i would put you know wine and records with strand but that was the last like interesting thing i remember luciana doing and now she finally they figured out a thing for her to do and it could honestly anybody could probably have served this purpose but but at least they picked her. Yeah, at least they picked her, and she's finally got a job. Ah, I appreciate it because this episode was good for Luciana, not because well, finally, like she has a plot, but also the conflict with Daniel kind of established a backstory that we wouldn't have known was a thing for Luciana. Where mm-hmm. Daniel's like, "You're only telling me Ophelia's gone because you really wish deep down that you were Ophelia, and you're sad that you don't have a family. You want me to be your dad, but I cannot be your dad because I'm Ophelia's dad. And so get a grip, Luciana." I was like, "Oh my gosh." Are we, are we psychoanalyzing Luciana? Stop dragging her. Because I'm thinking, Daniel, you just made that shit up. But also, look at her face. You're not wrong. She 
she very much has latched on to you. I was like, this is good. This is good character de- development for Luciana. Because to this point, I didn't know what the hell she was doing here. Just hanging out. Yeah. And they found things they have in common. Like, they can speak Spanish with each other. They've been on the show together a long time. They have this rapport. She knows who Ophelia is. So this was a logical course to send them on if this is what we're going to do with Daniel's dementia. But I do agree. Like, I don't want to talk in circles here because that's what the episode did. And it would be a great disservice to people trying to figure out the episode. But it would have made more sense if she'd just been like, yo, I'm Ophelia. Yep. Uh, it's still gross. Still it's super gross. gross though, super way. gross. Still gross. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's not as gross as what she does do, honestly. Because now that I think about it, she completely just lies. But at least he accused her of being Ophelia the first time. Like she could have just went along with the lie. Like for yeah. me, pa- passively going along with it because you have a task, I'm okay with that. But actively making up a lie that you know you're eventually going to have to confront when you get to that tower and Daniel has lost it again. Um, I'm like, I'm kind of like with Wes on this one. Like, I got to get away from you. You, that's that's maniacal. This is she's, and you know, this is what we do. We spoil other intellectual properties on this show. Do um, it. She's Carrie Ann Moss in Memento, weaponizing Guy yeah. Pierce against mm-hmm. people and hoping he'll just forget he did it. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Who's Joey Pants in this situation? <laughs> Unclear. Okay, there you go. <laughs> but there'll be like a, a Polaroid of Strand at the end. Hey, no, it's not Arno because he doesn't need pants no more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's dark. Wow. So, is there anything there. else? Is there anything else we need to cover here? Or have we hit no, all I the good points? I don't think so. I, I, I like I said, I, I do like the fact that even, even though we really cannot keep track of things that have happened season over season because it's been on for so long and they've moved characters and locations. I do like the fact that they at least threw some references back to season one, you know, season two, like, you know, like, I, I like the fact that Daniel, Daniel still like, Hey, I, I may have dementia, but I remember this and that's the boat. You know, I, I like, I like that aspect of it where he's, he's at least keeping the history of the show alive yeah he's like i may have dementia yeah i may have dementia but i remember more about this show than you do (laughs) exactly exactly Uh, i'm you know i wouldn't i I, I would be surprised if he suddenly draws that tattoo on alicia's arm again i remember when you had this and this is important anyone remember the name of your first boyfriend no no one does (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh he'll just start talking about like remember remember travis's ex-wife who went? Who traveled with everybody and then randomly died? Remember that Travis happened? had a son. Remember there was a Travis. Yeah. Whatever yeah. happened to that kid that Madison taught in school and went on the bus? <laughs> hey, Nick's name came up in this episode. Luciana yeah. said Nick's name, and I I flinched. I said, what Nick? Oh. Why are we still talking about Nick? Do you remember Where'd Luciana and Nick used to date? Right. She yeah. said it like the last. The last person I really loved and let in was Nick. And I was like, Nick, who? And I was like, oh, wait, Nick from season one? I was like, wow, Luciana, you down. I was like, you down bad. Like, I ain't, you bringing up Nick? Let that go. And are, they, and are they just doing this so that we start to look back and look up and we start looking into season mm. one and going, Kim Dickens? Yeah, I wonder what happened to Kim Dickens. I <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. It's planting the seeds. Planting the seeds. It's all going to come back around eventually triumphant return of madison clark 
And then immediately everybody turns on her because it's like freaking evil to abandon everybody for two entire years. I'm sure she's got a story. I'm sure she's got yeah. a story. It's probably ripped off from the X-Files, but she's got a story. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you do on Walking Dead. You come back <laughs> with an unbelievable story that you ripped off from the X-Files. And there was this bright light in the sky. And suddenly I was on a table. <laughs> These greys were looking at me. And then I was in the Brady Bunch house. <laughs> <laughs> I was not an X-Files person, but I remember... I remember the creepy inbred people and the woman with no legs. And I remember. And of course, I remember the guy that made his house look like the Brady Bunch with his brain. <laughs> All good stuff. Good stuff. All good stuff. Good stuff. So speaking of good stuff, Chappelle, what's going on for you this week? Um, I got a lot going on. I just life is just busy right now but podcasting has been a blast and so i'm still happy to be doing that um i'm here on post show recaps still talking about atlanta on uh on fx and so myself mari fourth have been holding down the fort while latanya has been out i think she might be back for this next uh episode so i'm very excited about that so people can check that out you can also find me on rob has a podcast uh where i co-host nothing but netflix podcast this week we talked about white and hot the rise and fall of abercrombie and fitch which was a good time we had our special guest naomi calhoun from the mike white was lost and uh podcast and from silent podcast um, so that was a blast. And then um, I'm also going to be on Rob has a podcast talking about Big Brother Canada this week. Uh, I think Wednesday's recap episode will be myself, um, Melissa Denny and Taryn Armstrong. And we're going to recap the veto episode of what is what the second to last week of Big Brother Canada. So we're almost done with that completely. But people can follow me on Twitter at Chappelle's underscore show to keep up with all that good stuff. Sounds good. And AJ, what's going on with you? You know, pretty much more of the huge. I don't spread my wings as much as Chappelle because I'll get too close to the sun and Icarus out. But uh, definitely doing the Beat My Guest, the trivia podcast. New episodes coming out soon. And Felonious Pundits, the never-ending Criminal Minds rewatch podcast. Smack dab in the middle of season three. Me and Kentad Svensgaard, Felonious Pundits. Check it out. Yeah, shout out to Cantad who wrote in with a question to the um, to the Survivor podcast that I was on last week with Rob Sesternino. And Rob was like, "Who's this guy?" I'm like, "I know that guy. I'm <laughs> a fan of his podcast." There you <laughs> go. Uh, but yeah, I was on um, I was on the patron only Survivor Academy podcast with Rob Sesternino last week, and we talked about all the things that people that are applying for future seasons of Survivor could learn from this past episode of Survivor. It was a good time. This afternoon, I just finished recording a podcast with the great Mari Forth and Sarah Carradine on for Crime Scene, which we covered the movie on Netflix called Dream Killer about Ryan Ferguson's false conviction. That was a really good time. And that should be dropping, I think, next week. And then, other than that, I'm just devoted all the time to picking apart everything about Fear the Walking Dead and talking about all the ways I could be making it better. But we have a programming announcement. Um, we are going to be skipping next week's podcast because there are a lot of events going on in the podcast community that um, hopefully we will all be in person to hang out and talk about things that are not this show. But... Owing to all of the Rob Has Podcast festivities next week, we're going to be skipping the podcast. And we'll be back with you in two weeks to talk about two episodes. And I think we'll have the whole panel then. So that's very exciting. Um, lots of great stuff on post-show recaps all the time. 
more than I can even keep track of these days. It's really growing by leaps and bounds. We're having a great time. Become a patron. Come to patreon.com slash recaps and sign up to support us. Get access to extra podcasts, even more over and above the ones we already do. And access to our patron-only Discord feed, which is full of all kinds of games. There is a casino game. There is a Brant Steel there is exclusive access to all your favorite hosts and lots of exciting conversations about all sorts of things. It's like it's like immediately buying access to 150 best friends. That's how I would put it. Um, and more than 150, actually. I don't even know how many are in there now. There's just, it's a great community. I encourage you all to check it out. So we will see you guys back in two weeks with more Fear the Walking Dead coverage. Um, thanks all for listening. And bye. Bye.